0: 162 games of the baseball season and winter comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for a baseball fan is finding a good way to watch it. Like maybe going to the park or watching on TV or just catching the highlights. Watching Gary Sanchez strike out a hundred times or seeing Judge hit a bomb, bang. Bogart's making plays, Rafi hitting nukes, or Barnes blowing a save. Arguing with your friend, making dumb bets, or complaining about your team again. As you can tell, there's a whole lot of stuff to hear before winter comes again. Come on, y'all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. Manfred, Gamby and Beal are making a podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Yank Your Socks Off podcast. I am your host for today's episode, Andrew Gambardella III. And today's episode is all about fantasy football. Yet again, we're recapping week five, looking forward to week six, Team Bealdella of Matt Beals and Andrew Gambardella's team together, co-owned fantasy team, and our road to the championship We're tracking it all the way. Last week, coming into week five, a two-and-two season on the way, 500 ball. We were playing led by Justin Jefferson with a 30-point effort and Travis Kelsey with his four TDs. But we came up just short in week five. We put up 170 points, and we lose 187 to 170 to my sleeper team of the year, which was Jordan Alfrey's team. He had Josh Allen. Nick Chubb, Tyler Lockett, and the Dallas defense just too much for us to overcome in week five as Team Bialdella slides to two and three on the season. Now, two and three, you might think it's a long season. Now that it's an 18 week season or 17 weeks, no, 18 week season with a bye. Um, that there's there's not much to worry, worry about, right? Um it's such a long season 14 weeks um in the regular season before you hit fantasy playoffs of week 15, 16 and 17 this year. So a lot of time for us to catch up but looking at we where we are in the standings right now we sit seventh in the standings. there are four three and two teams, two four and one teams and then three one and four teams behind us. right now the worst team in the league, heading into this week is the defending champions team um led by led by nick leone and we get to play him so i'm coining this beals coining this this is a must win this week it's a must win in a bounce back situation he has josh jacobs on by kyle pitts has not been playing well for him and and Tua doesn't seem ready to come back in in our two QB league, so he has to go with Jacoby Brissett instead in that QB two slot. Very, very excited, exciting um, to get to to get to probably get a win here, um, but you never know in fantasy football; it just <laughs> injuries happen. Big plays, blown coverages happen in the NFL, and, and you just never know how your team's going to produce. Pretty much it's a guessing game every week. You try to put the best team out there on, on the field, which is why this week we're sticking to our guns. We're going Kyler Murray at quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback um, at Atlanta in a great matchup with Ryan Tannehill on bye. Then we have A.J. Dillon, and Ramondre Stevenson at running back with with uh, Harris getting hurt for the Patriots. It looks like it's the Stevenson show for the Patriots. And then, of course, Justin Jefferson, Cortland Sutton, Travis Kelsey um, making the lineup. We're going with the Rams D this week at home against Carolina. Hopefully that's a smash matchup. Carolina has been bad, and they just fired their head coach. Baker Mayfield's hurt. They're going with PJ Walker, um, their backup. Uh, Sam Darnold also hurt for that team. So really, they're going with their third string. And the Rams have been pretty bad so far this season as the defending champs. So who knows? But looking forward to this week against Nick Leone, it looks like a matchup in which we should win. The projections favor us. They don't mean anything. What does mean something is that Beal and I are favoring us this week. We have us as a lock to come back in a must-win situation and bring us back to 500 football with a record of 3 and 3. Now, breaking news. Team Beal Della has completed our first trade of the season. We traded away Zach Wilson Travis Etienne, ex-Clemson running back, uh, Jaguars running back, who we've been trying to get rid of for a while. He had a pretty solid week, and he's trending upwards. So we might be selling a little bit low on him um, after where we drafted him this year. But for a Jaguars team that's just so up and down and a decent offensive line, not somebody who doesn't get a lot of goal line touches. We felt it was time to get rid of Travis Etienne, Zach Wilson. And then finally we got rid of Rashad Bateman, Um, number one wide out of the Ravens. Very talented, very fast, but he's hurt. I mean, he's still dealing with um, a foot injury and he still hasn't practiced, probably going to be out this week. And what we get back in the hall, it's a three-for-three team trade with – with Darren Schimmelman, um, who's another one in four team. And we think we made a good deal here. He was, he was very much looking to get rid of Kareem Hunt. And, you know, Kareem Hunt, we're going to look to flip him as well. But a top 20 running back, a backup behind Nick Chubb for, for the Browns, who have a fantastic running game and probably the best O-line in the entire league. And a guy who can catch passes, and he could get traded to another team, he could be a smash for the rest of the year, especially if Nick Chubb gets hurt. He's the best handcuff in the league. And we just feel like when it comes to ETN, who's sharing a backfield with James Robinson in a worse off, an arguable worse offense in Jacksonville with more mouths to feed than the Browns do, that's for sure. We, Felt that was an upgrade at the running back position. For quarterback-wise, we give away Zach Wilson. We get back Kenny Pickett, a rookie with some upside. Pittsburgh's always going to be down in their games. Zach Wilson might be a little bit more NFL-ready at this point with the experience that he's had in the NFL so far. But with the Jets looking like a pretty solid team and a great running game, The upside, Zach Wilson's not going to be throwing the ball much, and Kenny Pickett's already run into touchdowns this year. I just think the upside with Kenny Pickett is way too big to ignore, um, and I I think that's a slight upgrade. Now, with, with wide out, I think this is a downgrade, but we get a healthy player in Romeo Dubs, a rookie wide receiver, another young speedster, just like Rashad Bateman, so it's a lot of like for like, but a healthy player playing with Aaron Rodgers and Romeo Dubs is behind Alan Lazard behind, and he fell behind Randall Cobb in the pecking order this past week, but he has undeniable talent and there's a level of, of trust building there with Aaron Rodgers that I've seen. I watched the entire game this week, uh, Packers-Giants, Giants' amazing victory again. Talked about it last episode, but how about them New York football giants? How about Saquon? How about Brian Dayball? The guys are playing for this coach. And Dexter Lawrence on that defensive line, Shogunaut, Azizo Ozolare. Adoree Jackson is playing like a shutdown corner. And, and we've got young guys contributing too, and Kavon Thibodeau. And, and shout out to and Andrew Thomas, our left tackle, but shout out to Daniel Jones, our quarterback. A lot of people giving up on him. There's not a lot of talent around him other than Saquon on, on offense. And he's found a way to manage games. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be a fantastic quarterback. He's never going to be a top 10 guy. We know that. But if we can sign him to a reasonable deal after his rookie contract's up, reasonable deal, kind of like, he could be kind of like a jimmy garoppolo in in a way and, and i know that's probably a lot of a lot of praise because jimmy g has taken the 49ers to a super bowl and, and daniel jones has not come close to that but i think daniel jones is going to take this team to the playoffs this year now I, I don't think the giants are a super bowl contender but daniel jones is a is a solid nfl guy and, and that may change. That opinion may change, and I might bite me in the butt for the rest of the season. But but I like where he's going. But but enough with the Giants and back to Team Biel and, and and our fantasy football team. We're looking to give away Kareem Hunt just getting in this trade. We still think we have solid running back depth with AJ Dillon, Ramondre Stevenson, and DeAndre Swift coming back off the bye. But having kareem hunt aj slash aj dylan as our third and fourth running backs we feel pretty confident and and we're looking we're looking to upgrade um specifically at the wide receiver three position um, and upgrade over isaiah mckenzie who we think is a solid flex option um, but definitely somewhere we can upgrade and definitely that second quarterback slot Mixing in Garoppolo, Tannehill, Pickett, ideally you only want to carry three quarterbacks because we're we're kind of holding a roster spot for four quarterbacks when when we could be having another running back or wide out on the roster to give us a little bit more upside. So that's what we're looking for in the future. And come next week, Team Biodella will be three and three. And that does it for, for me today. And that does it for the Yank Your Socks Off podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Tuning in, of course, we love you guys, and enjoy your sunsets, your sunrises, your brunches, your lunners. And to close out the show, Beal usually closes out the show, and he's not here today because it's his wedding week. He's getting married in just in just a couple days. So, wish him congrats. Um, let us know what you think. How we did in this trade. But most importantly, best of luck in the world and, and all, all the best wishes in the world to, to Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Beal this weekend. Uh, Matt and Braylon make an excellent couple, and I can't wait to celebrate their wedding. Love you guys.